As consumers, we are bombarded by it at every turn, like the Incredible Hulk being bombarded by gamma rays. But what makes some media endure, while others are banished to the forgotten black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again? Who or what decides this? Hetero life mate Steve and Yehel want to know, and they want to know now. This is Obscurity Now. now, now, now. And what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Obscurity Now, the show that takes a look at weird and bizarre and almost forgotten pieces of media, and then we decide whether it should be tossed into the black hole of obscurity or remembered for all of time. Uh, my name is Steve, and with me is a merry old soul by the name of... Yeah, hell. And uh, Steve, how strange that we both wore the same shirt uh, two weeks in a row. Uh <laughs> I know hey, what a, uh, a coincidence. Yeah, coin- maybe if someone in the live chat could. Oh wait. <laughs> oh, there's that person in the live chat. Right, right, right. I, uh, they just, look, they they wrote that thing. Oh, oh hilarious! Man. Well, we got to get that guy on the show. Uh, yeah. But uh, no, so it's uh, December, the beginning of the end of the year. And yeah. the beginning of Christmas. Uh, what are your What are your big Christmas plans this year? Well, uh, for December, I always watch the uh, ECW December to Dismember pay per view, mm-hmm. one of the worst pay per views in of all time. Uh, no, I, I don't do that. Oh, I was gonna um, say maybe we know. should have covered that then. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, but but it's like boring kind of. Bad. Okay. But um, anyways, uh, yeah, I don't really have big plans i'm not a i'm not a big holidays guy and uh being single now i uh you know obviously don't have a uh, significant other to buy things for or receive gifts from mm-hmm. so, so you'll just uh, be buying presents you know, for yourself like, my parents yep which as a uh living uh the no kid lifestyle mm-hmm. that's pretty much what i <laughs> do frequently so uh but you will you did say you'll be going to your parents so i mean that counts as something yeah i'm not a big uh yeah yeah I'll, i'm not a big uh christmas guy not a big Christmas guy either. I mean, I mean, I'm all a, spending time with family is cool, but I just don't like holidays where they tell you you have to buy something. Like that sounds like a scam to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I I, I got. That's you. why I like. I kind of feel the. Uh, what's that? Kind of feel the same way. And, and the thing is, like for me personally, I don't really, I don't like getting gifts. <laughs> right. Uh, like I, I don't know. Like it's just weird. Like. Uh, and I don't like buying it. It's not that I have a problem spending money on something for someone. Like, I never know what to get people. Yeah, yeah, and... same here. It's hard. And then when people buy me stuff, it's usually just something that I don't even really want. Like, uh, it's like, yeah. why didn't you, you know, buy me ALF number 17 from 19, you know, 91? That's what I really wanted. Instead, you got me this shirt or this razor. It's like, <laughs> come on, man. Do you even know who I am? Like... <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, like, still it's good to, you know, get time off of work. Uh, like, I like watching Christmas-themed horror movies on Christmas and, uh, yeah. you know, various yeah. other sort of uh, anti-Christmas uh, kind of stuff. Like, um, I mean, Bad Santa is, like, one of my favorite. I watch that every year. Yeah, it's a great movie, actually. I never saw the second one because I was like, this is not going to be good. Eh, it's not um, terrible. Like, if I have time on my, like, Christmas Day lineup, like, we'll watch it. It's not bad. It's it's funny. Look. L- let me ask you, Steve, mm-hmm. how do you feel? Because I feel like most people's go-to 
Christmas movie is Home Alone. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about Home Alone? I like it. It's, it's fun. I mean, I don't... You, you don't like it? I didn't even like it as a kid. Really? Oh, I loved it. I mean, we, we wore that VHS out. I mean, well, you are a few years younger than me, so... Uh, <laughs> what it, yeah, I'll just chalk it up to you being an idiot. <laughs> young, <laughs> this young whippersnapper doesn't know nothing about film. You weren't a smart 10-year-old like me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's weird because we, oh, hate it, we usually hate the same things, uh, but uh, I don't yeah. know. It's fun. I just... Maybe if, uh, maybe if I was a little bit older, I, I wouldn't dig it, but nah, nah, I, I enjoy it. No, I mean, you're, I'm in the minority. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I was just talking to... Mike Labosca, Tanzillo, Randall. Mm-hmm. The other day we, we have a group chat. We were talking about this and Home Alone came up and like they all love it. And I don't think it's funny. Uh, I think it's stupid. Mm-hmm. I think I think there, the suspension of disbelief required. Sure. In this film sure. is too high. It's too high. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, uh, speaking of uh, transgressive holiday media, I think we've got some uh, right here. Uh, that's, I would say so. It's very, this is a Chainsaw Reindeer, a comic, which I feel is kind of in the same vein as our last episode uh, of a Thanks Killing. Would you, would you say that? Would you be so bold as to say that? Um, I mean, th- there is an animal that's murdering people. And there's, uh, so. there's, there's like, ma- there's rape in it as well. Male rape. <laughs> yeah, but, but please don't sound so, so excited about it. I mean, I'm just saying there's parallels between the two pieces of media. <laughs> no, I know, I know. It's That's just all. Yeah, there's reindeers getting raped. Mm-hmm. Uh, real weird. Uh, <laughs> reindeers getting raped. Five golden rings. <laughs> like... Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, so yeah, let's um, let's go to the theater so we can show everybody the uh, the cover of uh, Chainsaw Reindeer number one. Welcome to your feature presentation. Ah, uh, so here we are. <laughs> The beautiful, pristine, digital copy of Chainsaw Reindeer, uh, number one. Yehel, had you ever heard of this comic before in your entire life? No, I had (laughs) never heard of it before in my life. Uh, I know, shocking. Um, Mm -hmm. Obviously, you had, you're the one that... uh, turned me on to this i maybe i shouldn't use the phrase turned me on you can hear the regret in my mouth as like the words were leaving oh i think you couldn't have said it any better um but uh, uh but, i think i could <laughs> but yes uh ladies and gentlemen this is at a chainsaw reindeer from i believe uh, 2019 let me get my uh, notes up here and it's just a random comic. I don't even think a um, actual physical copy exists, um, as far as I know. And uh, yeah, I I don't know. I remember I read this when it came out in 2019, and I thought it was pretty hilarious. But um, well, I'll ask you that question when we're done. Um, yeah, all right, here we are. So Chainsaw Reindeer number one, here's the synopsis. Chainsaw Reindeer is the story of one of Santa's reindeer who snaps. Sick of Santa's abuse, the reindeer grabs a chainsaw and the slaughter begins. 
unsatisfied with simply laying waste to the North Pole, the reindeer brings his unmeticulous massacring to the four corners of the earth, killing every human and animal in his path. Can anyone stop the chainsaw reindeer? No. That's it. <laughs> I just like how it answers its own uh, its own question. Now, right? Let, all right, let's uh, propose this scenario. You walked into a comic store. It's uh, December, and uh, if it exists, you saw this sitting on the shelf. Would you be tempted to buy it, or at least look through it? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it sounds fun, right? Chainsaw Reindeer. Mm-hmm. The cover art's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the art in the book is yes, really good. Yes, I agree. In general, I thought. Um, so, yeah, it, it would definitely pique my interest based on the cover and stuff. Yeah. And that artist who um, rendered such a beautiful Chainsaw Reindeer is known as Carlos Trigo, who uh, he did uh, another book with the writer here um, whose name is brandon uh, rhinus uh, called a ghoul squad and then he also worked on mixed dancer and something called uh, underground and uh then the writer here he actually has more film credits than he does um writing credits did you check out his imdb by any chance so wait that's, that's very garth merengue ish uh, i'm one of the few writers with more acting <laughs> <than writing laughs> yeah i did that on purpose uh, for sure but yeah he is um brandon Re- renus is um, a writer-director who's got quite a few, like, I don't know, they're all sort of low-budget horror films um, to his uh, credit. He is the, as I said, he's the writer of Ghoul Squad. And then his uh, IMDb says that he did a show called Paranormal Phenomena Podcast, which is actually a show and not a podcast. And then a feature called okay. uh, Grotesque and uh, Hotbox. And they're all, a couple of them are on Amazon Prime. And looking at it, few of them might be worthy of us doing uh, shows on. This guy seems like okay. uh, he's definitely obscurity now material, whatever that means. <laughs> uh, and, and actually what that is is that no matter what you make, there's got to be like male rape in it. That's what obscurity now material means. <laughs> I uh, just want everyone to know Steve did not clear this with me uh, ahead of time. I don't condone rape of anything. Nor do I. It's just just a joke, people. Come on. Lighten up. It's Christmas. Almost. Uh, but anyway. so that, uh, that, I'm very concerned. Uh, you, you know, I'm glad Lainey was here when you came to visit me and I wasn't alone with you. Because, uh, <laughs> these uh, but, new urges of yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hear you're all alone now. So uh, be prepared. Oh, God. Ask Ash or, or <laughs> wait, what's the ask Ash or cash? Oh, yeah, ask- or, I'm going to ask gas or grass. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay, so uh, yeah, that, that's a reference to our previous. Episode. Yeah, please yeah. check it out. Thanks killing. killing. It's already a classic. Anyway, uh, so the colors here and this name is pretty bizarre. Pris, Prism Slaw Daedalus. <laughs> I forgot to put the when I sent you the um, the initial format, I forgot to put the color and letterer um, in. And yeah, this guy's name. Let me spell it for you. P-R-Z-E-M-Y-S-L-A-W. Prism Slaw Daedalus. Okay, there. It's got to be a real name. And then the letterer. Check out this wacky name. Chris Johnson. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And the publisher is this indie uh, creator um, or publisher called Action Lab Comics, who looks like... I went to their site 
it appears they're defunct, or at least they say like, stay tuned. There's going to be stuff coming up. Um, did you uh, look into Action Labs at all by any chance? I did not because your email made it seem like I shouldn't. <laughs> you were like, uh, uh, yeah, if you want, you can look into Action Labs. doesn't seem like it'd be worth okay. it. Okay, <laughs> so well, I'm yeah. Like, okay, well, I guess I I mean, they were active around uh, two, 2010, and uh, and then I guess there was some controversy. People weren't getting paid, um, and that usually means that a publisher is going out of business when you can't pay your people. Um I, right. I mean, hopefully they'll spring back. Uh, who knows? And if you want to read any Action Lab comics, including this one, it is on the Comicsology app, which I don't even know if that exists anymore. I think Amazon bought it up and uh, put it in. Amazon bought it, but I thought they kept the name. They did, but then I recently heard that they were just going to go ahead and weave it into Amazon Prime. Like the Kindle? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Um, oh, I would love if it just came included with prime yeah that would oh. be cool that'd be really cool um so i mean i wrote at, wrote down like the series of events but you know we're just gonna breeze through the comic here because there's really not a lot of uh, story here <laughs> it's just full on how would you uh right. describe uh this comic like just sort of yeah i would uh, by the way comiXology is still a thing mm -hmm. called comiXology unlimited but their website will redirect you to an amazon site ah. which a kindle in the url however everything on this page is branded as comiXology okay so i don't, I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> uh is what i'm trying to say right how would i describe this i uh this is a good comic book if you don't want to like read a lot mm -hmm. uh because uh yeah there's there's not a ton of story nope uh, there's some good art. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't imagine how long it took this guy to write it. <laughs> uh, but, Steve, you're a comic book uh, a tour mm -hmm. now. Uh, how long would you estimate? Oh, to, uh, to write this as a peer of this man's. Well, like I mean, it depends on if he, because I mean, I I map out the whole story before I start sitting down and like scripting. Right, but 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 but. but that this doesn't have much of a story. So. I'm I'm gonna imagine he like maybe knocked it out in a few nights, maybe two nights, one and a half nights tops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking the same thing. This this feels like two days max, and the second day I feel was spent deleting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you read um his like note in the back where he said like Yeah, I sure did. It was like the most fun he had, like writing something, and I I, I can feel it. It was fun. Um, so. Let's jump in here. Uh, as you can see, this is a one-shot, uh, and it's for mature readers. So let's dive on in. Um, so immediately we're treated to, uh, I guess it looks like Santa's factory at the North Pole. <laughs> and it comes mm -hmm. a very drunken and belligerent Santa Claus. Like, he makes bad Santa look like a good guy. <laughs> um right. And he's going in. He's, like, swearing at the elves here. Like, I don't want to read everything word for words in case someone actually wants to buy this and, like, and check it out. So he kicks past the elves. Like, they're complaining about not... Oh, wait, that happens later, actually. So he goes into the pen where all the reindeer are. And he looks around and he goes, So, which one of you is it going to be this time? And he just picks out a random deer. And now, if you're listening to this... These deer aren't just like the regular walking around on four legs deer. They're like anthropomorphic deer, kind of like a bull. Yeah, they're like humanoid. Yeah, bullwinkle deers. or something like that. 
And so he just Santa points at this one. They're wearing clothes and everything. Yeah, and another odd thing that I'm I don't know why this choice was made or wasn't made, but uh it's like none of the reindeer they never name the deer. It's not like Rudolph or Prancer or anybody like that. Right. It's just deer. Um so he points at this guy and he's like, You get in the shed. And then uh we're just treated to a couple panels of a door. And uh, the deer yelling, please don't hit me. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> just horrible. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, Santa's beating this deer. And um, then we're inside and the deer says, please stop. <laughs> and then Santa goes, oh, the beating's done. But the fun's just begun. And he's unbuckling his belt. And then we see the words, no. And then Santa crawls back into bed with uh, Mrs. Claus. She says, made it back, did you? And he's shut up while drinking. What do you think of everything thus far? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I got to be honest with you. I was just like, I, I, I surprisingly wasn't that into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, uh, th- first of all, there's like, there's a lot of things that just off, and I know this is like super over the top, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but there's just so many things that don't make sense. Right. Um, like there's like a bunch of reindeer and they're all huge. Mm-hmm. They're all jacked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like they why could couldn't take, he fight back? Yeah. Right. Like, like one of them could murder, rip Santa Claus apart, let alone 20 and they're not tied up. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like they should have been in chains or something. Right. Right. You know, because like, and, and, you know, Santa Claus, you know, typical fat, out of shape, you know, whatever. Uh, he's bald in this, which is interesting. Yeah, he, this is the most, this is the creepiest looking Santa that I think I've ever seen rendered in comic book form. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it's... And, like, I don't know, I, I thought it was weird that he was, like, raping reindeer. Yeah, I, I thought, of like, course that was so... it's weird. It's awful. Uh, uh, but, but, like, you know, it is awful. But I, I, I was just, like, uh, I feel like the beating would have been, like, enough efficient yeah or like yeah well i don't know it, it, it just to me it came across like weird for this i mean i, I guess every, you know this whole i like things that are weird for the sake of being sure. weird but too much i was just too much like, oh. yeah it was kind of like a eh, weird choice sure yeah yeah well this guy's canadian so you know you gotta <laughs> oh well yeah <laughs> yeah so anyway all right so the the beaten deer is uh lying down and the shack and he <laughs> looks above him and there's a shotgun hanging on the wall. Uh, so he uh, walks into Santa's room. Of course, there's no uh, security or anything. He just walks right in and we get a great sort of Thanksgiving style one liner from the deer where he says, Merry Christmas, motherfucker, and uh, blows a hole in Santa's uh, merry old belly. And then proceeds to shoot Mrs. Claus in in the head, like causing her curlers to explode everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this deer is definitely not very uh, likable. <laughs> He's like uh, r- right. running into like Punisher territory here, but not even Punisher. I mean, because Santa Claus, Mrs. Claus didn't do anything. Um, it's, right. it was all, it's not, it seems like sh- it's, it almost seems like Mrs. Claus maybe doesn't even know what's going on. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're going to try to pick this apart or apply logic to it, I mean, she really didn't deserve to die. Um, but, um, but yeah, so he doesn't stop there. 
he goes to the um, the elf place, and the elves are. This is kind of. I like the fact that they're arguing about you know fair pay um, from Santa and talking about I guess like striking or something. And then along comes the uh, the deer, uh, and he just unloads on him. And then the the final panel on the page is is him just standing above a pile of like dead elves, and he's going, "Not such a cheerful bunch now, are you?" And, uh, I mean, again, like, why do the elves deserve to die? Because they let it happen? Right. Like, I mean... Like, they have no... Yeah, like, I mean, if anything, like, you know, they're little tiny elves. Right, right. Like, yeah, they, I mean, they should... Like, the, the, these fucking huge reindeer do something. Right, they should all be on the same page, um, I would think. But, uh, moving on, um, we... The deer, the reindeer, the hero deer, has now tied up his brother's... Uh, to the sled so they can fly away from um, the North Pole. And then we're shown um, inside the Canadian Air Force Base, they see Santa on the radar, and they're like, what? Uh, Is that Claus? It's not Christmas. And the other guy's like, he didn't report any activity in the skies for many of his people. And then the other guy goes, it could be an imposter. Better shoot it down. So they shoot down um, the sled full of reindeer, and um, all of them... That make, makes no sense. No, no, right. it doesn't. All of them are dead, except for our hero deer in his overalls. <laughs> and then along come some hunters. One of them is carrying a shotgun, and the other has a chainsaw. And uh, and then we get the old, well, 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 what do we have here? And it's like, oh, that's a strange-looking buck. Think we can shoot him and sell his hide? And then, of course, the other guy goes, nah, man. <laughs> I got other plans for him. And he starts unbuckling his belt. And the, the deer gets raped again. Oh, my God. For an hour, apparently, because the next panel says an hour later. I know. Oh, my gosh. That's like. See, at this point, I was, like, wondering, like, is the writer a furry? Oh. Like, does he have, like, a. No, maybe he has, like, a sexual attraction. Like, I, I'm serious. I was like, this is so. Like. Because, okay, Santa does it, and you can be like, okay, I, like, even though I thought it was a little top, I'm like, okay, I get mm-hmm. it. They're trying to establish that Santa's, like, awful person or whatever. I think the beating was enough to do it because uh, I, I think the raping thing just made it seem like it, it, it distracted from the story to mm-hmm. me, actually. The story like, that's barely there. <laughs> well, I assumed that there was going to be, you know, because that was only a couple pages. Mm-hmm. That was literally, like, page two. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> so I assumed there was going to be more of a story, and I was like, oh, it seems like. I don't know. Just uh, odd writing choices that weren't conducive, I felt, to, like, a story. But, you know, like you said, it's not really about the story. There's not much of a story. Right. Yeah, I mean, um, a, a double, like, okay, it's, I guess the question is, is having two rapes, like, funny because it's over the top and ridiculous? Or is it just, like, sort of a little uncreative because, like, they could have done something else? Um Man, I didn't think they were funny at all. Yeah. To be honest with you. Like, yeah. I I mean, I, I can see how like you might think like, oh, Santa raping a reindeer that you maybe you can like put that into like a funny kind of thing. Right. Uh it seems to me like it'd be funnier the other way around. But right. um Right, right. Uh yeah, and then like well, what the fuck is going on? Is everybody like in Canada like <laughs> want to like fuck reindeer? Well, like like what is I going mean, on? I mean, I think here? he's just I mean, and again, we're like nitpicking this probably hastily right, right. written story 
but he just really wants to show that humanity is terrible to in order to justify the chainsaw reindeer's massacre that he's about to go on and this is when we first yeah. see the reindeer grab he grabs one of the hunters or chainsaw like i mean is one of them a logger and one of them a hunter eh, i don't know um but um <laughs> that's a good point so uh so yeah he grabs it and then he proceeds to dice up the guys um which i mean those are pretty fun panels there like uh, art wise like the it's mm-hmm. like a good mix of just cartoon and comic book style, I guess. Uh, I'd like to see more from this guy <laughs> that doesn't include a reindeer getting raped. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he dices them up. By the way, I don't know if your light went out, but uh, you're... Yeah, got really it's dark. getting dark here. Um, so uh, so then the, the caption boxes read... The, the Chainsaw Reindeer stands victorious, and the caption boxes read... From that moment forth, Chainsaw Reindeer had only one purpose in his life. To kill mankind with a chainsaw. And so basically the rest of the book is just him. All right, I don't know if we're there yet. Uh, first he... Um, is that a hockey rink? I'm, he shows up so... I'm confused. No, because no one's wearing skates. Right, I guess he... All right, so he just chases some random civilians. Some cops show up. And he dices them up as well, and uh, like they have like, sorry to cut you off. Like, so these cops have guns and they already have them out pointing mm-hmm. at them. Yet somehow he gets to them and like <laughs> slices them before they like. And again, I know it's like a silly over the top book, but like, he, I, I you know, and I don't know if this was a decision by the artist, but you know, from what I understand, usually like it's the writer that kind of says, "Hey, this is what I mm-hmm. want in this panel." Um, it just seems like a like they're not setting themselves up. For like success for lack of a better phrase like with some of these decisions no i mean it depends on i guess what the purpose or of success is because well to me they're leaving themselves open to like have what's going on be questioned like okay like when earlier when the canadian people shot him down they just shot him down like oh it might be an imposter shoot him down with a missile like that's <laughs> like ridiculous and not like fun ridiculous just like that's stupid and like it would have been better to me, in my opinion, for, you know, he could have still use the exact same panels just to say uh, that, hey, he's not responding. They're not responding to um, our messages. They're flying over restricted space, mm-hmm. uh, restricted airspace. Right. And then you have a reason for them to be shot down with a missile. Like yeah, there's yeah, there's not a lot of reason or logic. It's all just pretty much pure uh, chaos. And uh, yeah, this seems like an outline that wasn't like fleshed out <laughs> yeah and, and i mean and the the chaos might not be to everyone's uh, taste um so he dices up cops it looks like he's uh cutting off uh, truck driver's hands uh let's see and then and then this starts sawing through like cars right. there's a lot of cool stuff like in these panels yeah and then now basically starts his uh worldwide uh, eradication which this is just this is pretty funny i mean he just basically shows up um, to every sort of popular tourist des- destination and desecrates right. like whatever you think about most when you go to one. Here's an example. First one, he goes to Paris, France. The Eiffel Tower's in the background and he's dicing up mines. And, uh, and then the Mona Lisa. And um, let's see. Uh, King Tut's tomb. Yeah, yeah. He goes to Egypt, dices up uh, King Tut's tomb. And uh, let's see, uh, we'll just keep going. Camels, for some reason. I guess that's another thing is like, um, 
I thought I would think that animals would be on his side. Like he dices up the camels and then coming up we're in Australia, which I think it would be better to do Florida for this gag that's coming up, but whatever. Me too. Um so he's dicing up some random Australian guys and then there's an alligator around. He picks up the alligator and <laughs> throws it at the guy, which I think is pretty funny. And the alligator bites yeah. the guy's head off. Uh, Chainsaw Reindeer gives him a thumbs up, and the alligator winks and the at alligator him. Winks. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, okay, that yeah, that was funny. Yeah, that was. So great. that's an example of him working together with animals. When just in the previous panel, he was dicing up camels. Uh, so, eh, you know, yeah, whatever. Well, it's someone. It's a, I guess somebody who's like basically he's basically committing genocide, right? He's like, <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, wiping out i guess they're not gonna be the most logical person right? yeah for sure or being and uh and then he all not only does he like kill animals and humans but also mythical creatures as well he's in uh, ireland first he dices up a um an irish pub and then they show him uh dicing up a leprechaun in his pot of gold um yeah then he's god dicing up a pregnant woman in hollywood at least I think that's what that's supposed to be. Yeah, well, or California. Yeah, and... Um, yes, yeah, it's Los Angeles. Yeah, he dices up a uh, production. Then, this is funny, he dices up a rapper, a white rapper who's, I guess, supposed to be like a Vanilla Ice or Eminem type. Um, and um, then he's in Las Vegas. He dices up uh, gamblers, boxers, and, uh, I mean, you get the idea. Then he's in England. Dices up the Queen of England and some uh, some of those guards that she has. And, I mean, you get the idea. I'll try to just do the um, highlights here. He dices up the Pope. Um, and when he goes to... And who yells, there is no God, yeah. is being sliced up. <laughs> now, now you got to be honest. That would make a fun uh, T-shirt right there. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, when he goes to Japan, they, they run away and yell, worse than Gojira, which, of course, Gojira translates to godzilla in case he didn't know um he dices up the loch ness monster um a tourist in greece and then finally he stands above um i guess after dicing up armies everywhere they were no match for him is what the captions say it says and the earth burns um he dices up um astronauts on a space station then um he they show the world leader conference. And by the way, he just like kind of, he, he's shown like flying in space. Yeah. Yeah. It, so I guess, I mean, he's a reindeer, right? I want to say he's a reindeer. So I guess he can fly, <laughs> but uh, I would assume, I, I assumed he needed oxygen, but. Uh, right. Right. And then uh, there's a world leader conference and he shows up and delivers another thanks killing style line in a uh, time to die motherfuckers. And then the book just ends. It says probably not to be continued, which they were right. And it says, if you want more Chainsaw Reindeer, write to the publisher. Which makes me wonder if, like, if they didn't even know that Action Labs was going to be their was going to be their publisher. Um, but uh, yeah, and then that is the uh, is the comic. And then there's a <laughs> there's our boy there. Um, what was his name again? Uh, Brandon Rhines. Yeah, Brandon. Rines, yeah, Rhines and. Uh, I mean, he looks like a guy who might enjoy. <laughs> he looks like a guy that's into reindeer. Reindeer rape, yeah, sure. A little too much. Um, I mean, I was gonna tag him in this uh, review on Twitter, but maybe now I won't. Um, 
Uh, and then, yeah, then there's some clip. This is what the, the first. Just I, I really want to Google Brandon Rena's crimes. Uh, <laughs> just go to the local sex offender database. I'm sure he's in there. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this is a sketch of uh, the original or the first time someone drew Chainsaw Reindeer. I guess Brandon Robinson, whoever that is. And this is the updated version. Uh, in case you wanted some BTS on um, Chainsaw Reindeer. So what what are your final, I mean, don't render the verdict, but what, what do you think of all this now that it's over? Like when you, when you read the last page, what were your thoughts? I mean, I, 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 I like the idea for sure. Like it's a fun idea, right? This reindeer goes on this like worldwide killing spree. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, like I think I mentioned before, the art's really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I really kind of dislike that it's very light on story mm-hmm. and there's no explanation <laughs> for <Yeah>. anything <laughs> like, uh, Oh, the armies are, he just took them all out. Like right. really? I mean, um, and there, and, and in the last panels, if I remember correctly, they're resorting to launch, uh, all the, the world's nuclear weapons. At. Right, right, right. So, so that would imply that he's like, I don't know, like, because think about it. In the first thing we see, this guy, this reindeer guy, he gets beat up by Santa. Wait, he's Fat, invincible for no reason. Yeah. Drunk man. But he's not because we see that he's a bloody mess from just Santa. Right. I, I mean, later, so, like after, once he gets his chainsaw, somehow he's invincible. Right. Like, like I, so that's what I mean. Like this comic book doesn't. I don't mind absurd, over the top. So, sure. in fact, as you know, I'm a big fan of it. That's why we're but here. <laughs> I feel like when you when you write something, you know, you as a writer create the rules of that universe mm-hmm. and that world. And if they're absurd rules, great. But the story needs to follow the rules of the universe you create. Right. And this does not. Right. And that was like my big gripe with it, I guess. Yeah, like I, uh, I'm, I'm good with it for the most part. I had forgotten that it just sort of ended, which I found that highly disappointing. Like, if this was yeah. um, if this was written to be a one shot, because um, I mean, as you said, there's um, there's no rules. Like, I mean, how could you even get more issues out of something like this to in order right. to create a conflict to continue right the story? End. Yeah, right. And yeah, end. yeah. If um, if the ending would have been written. It would have stuck the landing. And then also, now that I, I mean, because it's been a long time since I've read this. I mean, and I did enjoy it the first time when I read it, just as something ridiculous and fun. But it really doesn't have anything to do with Christmas. Like, you could put anything, any other animal in there, you know? It could have been, uh, right, you know, right, Chainsaw right. the Talking Hedgehog or uh, or Chainsaw <laughs> Turkey, you know? just. The, the sequel to Andy the Talking Hedgehog is him uh, going on a chainsaw mess. Right, right, exactly. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I think, is there anything else left to say about Chainsaw Reindeer uh, before we render our verdicts? Um, right. No, I'll, I'll, I'll add after we render the verdicts. All right, here we go. Okay. question. So, uh, you hell, you merry old soul. Um, do you <laughs> do you think that uh, Chainsaw Reindeer should be, uh, I guess, thrown into the obscure back issue bin, uh, never to be heard from again, or uh, 
maybe more people need to read it and enjoy it for uh, a little bit longer until humanity finally ends because of chainsaw reindeer it's a no for me man Ooh, it's a no, a no. For me. wow uh anything else yeah and i thought i was gonna like this mm-hmm. man like i was really excited because I, I saw the cover mm-hmm. uh, it is a good cover i read the synopsis mm-hmm. and i was like this sounds dumb and over the top this sounds cool but yeah i ended up really not liking it unfortunately yeah i mean i wouldn't say that reading it again i didn't have as much fun of a time as i remember my uh my first read um and it almost sort of made me i was like hmm this should have been like just a random comic book episode and not one for christmas because it really didn't have like if he was dismantling like the christmas establishment like you know right. cutting up like corporate executives <laughs> like and bringing an actual war on christmas yeah now yeah now that would be something <laughs> i'm worth like talking about during christmas but um but at the same time i did still enjoy it and i think um you know wacky comics like this need to exist because everybody you know it's all superheroes all the time nowadays so i'm going to say I mean, I, I want a stalemate, so I don't want to, you know, throw it into the dark pit of obscurity. <laughs> I say. I mean, it's like a. I, I I love the premise, and I think this could be reworked into something like mm-hmm, really good. But mm-hmm. I just th- th- there's no story. Right. Uh, very very little. It seems at first like you're gonna get a story, mm-hmm. but then you don't. Right. And then like the there's no ending either. That was a big. But it's yeah. a one shot, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it's a one shot without an ending. Yeah. Like, that's rough. It was, it's like a, and I just felt like the writing was just like lazy. Mm. Again, to me, this feels. That's why to me, I said like this feels like an outline. Like, oh, okay, I'm gonna have the Canadian army shoot him down. Right. I'll fill in like what, why they did that later. But then he like never really fills it in, and it's an imposter is not like a reason. Sure, like, sure. Well, uh, I've got a Christmas present for you. I finally made a stalemate bumper, so let's check it out. Oh, okay, great. So that's why. Those pathetic podcasters known as Obscurity Now have once again rendered a verdict of no contest. That's right, a stalemate. They've wasted everyone's time. They are just as lazy as Congress and twice as corrupt. Boo, I say. Tar and feather them. Get out the guillotine. Boo to stalemate and boo to Obscurity Now. Did you get to see it? No, I'll have to tune in next week to see it. Oh, well. Uh, I mean, uh, this is live, and uh, yes, (laughs) it was so stalemate. Uh, No, no, this is uh, actually pre-recorded because hopefully I'll be going to the L.A. Comic Con to hand out uh, small mini copies of Escape to Earth. Um, uh, That's awesome, man. Yeah, if I can get them printed in time. And, you know, not not, not to like, uh, and I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. I, I know I've mentioned like how much I really enjoyed your comic several mm-hmm. times on the show. Um, but like your comic like was like, it still had a lot of action mm-hmm. in it. A lot of fun stuff going on. It's short, right? And even though yours is to be continued, I felt like it had a more definitive end than this because it was like the wrapping up like a really big act one. Right, you know, right. Well, of like a larger story. <laughs> I appreciate it, that. <laughs> As a reader, I felt even though like I know the majority of the story is going to come, you know, in the future, I felt uh, satisfied and like my time wasn't wasted reading your comic, you know. Sure. It had a definitive beginning, middle, and end of that act, and 
this just I don't know, man. I, and I hate to be so negative. And you know, maybe maybe Steve, it's these Bud Light Platinum <laughs> Seltzers. Uh, they are eight percent alcohol. No, I think you gave it an honest review. I mean, there's, I mean, it is what it is. A comic like this is not for everyone. That's uh, that's for sure. It's got some fun stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a fun idea. Yeah. Uh, I think with a few tweaks, it could have been better. Well, uh, cool. Uh, I think that's all that needs to be said about uh, Chainsaw Reindeer. Um, make sure you uh, join us all throughout the month of December for more, less, slightly less offensive uh, holiday uh, <laughs> media. We, for next week, we'll be watching Will Ventoon's, um Claymation Christmas special. Have you ever seen or heard of that one before? No, so I'm actually excited about it. I think I've the only is there like a Gumby Christmas special? I feel like that's the only thing I've seen. Mm, I don't, I'm not sure about that. This one has like the California raisins in it, and they sing Rudolph the Red Nosed oh, Reindeer. I've definitely never seen this. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll be doing that, and then uh, the following week we'll have um, Santa with Muscle, starring Terry Hulk Hogan Bolea, um, and uh, yeah. that'll be. A f- uh, Steve, have you ever seen uh, Santa with no, Muscles? No, I have not. <laughs> okay all right well i'm excited that, i watch santa with muscles every year all right well that maniacal laugh says it all ladies and gentlemen and the very last episode of 2021 will be a new year's or 2021 uh, wrap up where we'll just talk about uh whatever so hopefully you'll join us for all of those episodes please make sure you like and subscribe Uh, And we will see you uh, next week on Obscurity Now. You've been enjoying Obscurity Now, a podcast that's recorded live to tape and streamed to Twitch and YouTube. Subscribe so you never miss an episode or hilarious quip. Take us with you by following the download links provided in the show notes to wherever you get podcasts. And take notice of our various social media links. If that's what you're into, I'm not here to judge. And make sure you join us live next week at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, as we continue to discuss more obscure media only on Obscure Now.